Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast, the podcast where myself and a wide range of guests have a waffle about mental health, life's challenges and those pet hates that really get on our nerves. I'm your host Taylor James, so join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today I'm joined by an incredible podcaster himself. He's got a CV as long as anything. Host of Off the Beaten Track, it's Stu Whiffen. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. Hello. <laughs> um, I mean, that was that was quite an intro. Um, yeah, I've got a few podcasts, but I wouldn't say I'm anything anywhere near an expert, but I've got a couple of podcasts I'd like to have an hour on. <laughs> and yeah, well, you, really, you have a lot more bloody experience than that I am, so <laughs> possibly. But the, you know, I'm, I'm sure if we talk about podcasting as this this chat unfolds, um, you'll find that the, the very reason that I'm doing this is just the fact that anyone can do it, and that's the best yeah. thing about podcasting. Totally DIY, and I love it. To be fair, I think we'll probably should we just make a start with that one then. So, what made you want to do, you know, your podcast? Um. It's, uh, it was kind of, uh, I sort of fell into it, really. Um, like, I, I basically, what it is, my background is like events and stuff and, and music. And, and, but one of the people that um, I promote events with is, is, um, is he, he was a, a rapper um, called Scroobius Pip, and he's now a very, very successful podcaster. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're aware of who, who Pip is. Yeah, because this yeah. is how I kind of stumbled across your podcast right because when i was kind of like my i would say my early days not my early days but like of going to gigs and festivals and stuff like that like scroobius pip like danny said like they were always on the lineup (laughs) and so it's just like i think i've seen them a fair few times but however i don't think i've ever been in any kind of fit state to be like oh (laughs) but yeah so that's that's how i (laughs) no i don't think i've ever been to one sober (laughs) put it that way (laughs) Well, I, I, I'd known Dan and Pip. Well, I'd known Dan for years. Dan, Dan used to come to my nightclubs and stuff like when he was like 18. Um, he'll probably say he was younger, but for legal reasons, <laughs> he was 18. Um, and, 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 and Pip like, lives around the corner to me in Essex. And, um, I, I, you know, we'd started putting these club nights on together and, and they'd become, you know, 
really good and <clears throat> and and at the time so i reckon about halfway through doing it we was doing the club nights for 10 years we, we we finished it in january this year um and within that time pip had got a radio show on on xfm um yeah. and, and 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 pip has a as a stutter and I had no background in radio. And so on paper, a lot of radio stations may not have took a chance on him, but X did. Yeah. And what a, what a brilliant move that was because that went on to win a Sony award, that show. And it was, it Amazing. was so impressive. And, and Pip could have then carved out a, a really good radio career. But I, I think, you know, not speaking on behalf of him, but the, but the way that Pip does, he, he constantly likes to sort of push himself and try new yeah. things. And, and he decided to do a podcast. And at the time, we're going back a fair few years now, podcasts certainly weren't as popular as they are now, anywhere near that. You know, you, I, I guess you had the Gervais and Merchant podcasts yeah. with Carl. That was kind of like the original kind of, that, that's what I yeah. remember is like the first kind yeah. of ones that you saw. Yeah, and a lot of them grew out of being on mm. XFM, uh, as did Adam and Joe, um, and as did Russell Brand. Like All of yeah. these pioneering podcasters all kind of went through the XFM ranks. Um, and, and yeah, and then Pip just launched this podcast, the, the first one with, with Russell Brand, who, again, he's a local lad, and not anymore, obviously. But, um, but yeah, and, and I just watched Pip just create this incredible thing. And about a year into it, um, he asked me and one of the guys that DJs that's, you know, also one of our good friends, Chris, if we wanted a guest on his podcast and he was going to do a thing called a drunk cast where yeah. we'd all just get hammered in, in this very room that I'm, I'm recording in now. Amazing. Um, and, uh, and it was just really good fun. It was very nerve wracking. Like, even though it was just me and me two mates in a room getting drunk and chatting, it's quite daunting though, isn't it? Like when you first, I'm the first one, I was literally shaking like a shitting dog. I, I literally, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> totally, totally. And, and yeah, and so it was really strange to, to sort of do that. And it was really good fun. And I woke up the next day with a little bit of anxiety thinking, oh God, I was really drunk. Like, what did I say? Um, <laughs> like bear fear. <laughs> completely. And, uh, and then I think he put it out and it was like, it was, it was about a four hour drunken ramble. And so put it out in a few parts. And I remember just sort of saying to people, like, how many people have listened to that out of interest? And it was saying like 1.1 million people. And I was like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> what? And I was like, holy shit. Like, and then started to kind of, then, you know, I, it opened my eyes to just what I, a force of nature, Pip had in that industry. Yeah. And, and why on earth you take a chance on completely ruining it all by sitting in here and getting <laughs> drunk with me and Chris but but we've done a few of those and and it was really good you know when and sort of I went and watched Pip do some live shows and people were coming up to like me as like and I'm going like oh that was really good that drunk cast and I was like wow people like are listening to that yeah. and it was and it was just really sweet you know really nice to kind of someone just go you the guy from the drunk cast and I was like, <laughs> wow this is great I want some more of this um and and yeah and so me and Chris decided we would set up a podcast called Hardcore Listing um, and we would reach out to guests and ask them to come on and pick a subject and then count down a top five within that. And, and we was lucky that Pitt was so very well connected with, you know, with companies like Acast and that, that they all made yeah. it very, very comfortable for us to kind of get involved. And, and like you just said, you stumbled across what we've done through Pip. Mm. So make no mistake, we're completely aware that 99.9% of our listenership has come from the drunk cast and from people finding out about the drunk cast because yeah. they're followers of Pip. Um, and so, yeah, we are eternally grateful. But I've said enough nice things about Pip now. I'm not going to... Yeah, talk about you. <laughs> We're normally slagging him off. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, and then it, it was really good. And, and having the background in events, and, and I used to manage sort of... I won't say sort of... I guess the, I can use the word sort of celebrities... Um, and so I used to manage a few of those. And so literally just tapped them up and said, look, I'm doing this thing called a podcast. Do you want to come on? And loads of people said yes. And yeah, and we just had a blast and it was so much fun. And, you know, we, we still do it to this day. And, and kind of halfway through, you know, maybe about two years into hardcore listing, my, my absolute passion and love has always been music. So yeah. I just thought, right, 
you know, because we, we interviewed so many great musicians on Hardcore Listing, but Chris is, you know, as much as he's a DJ and he loves his music, he's not an absolute nerd anorak like I am. Yeah. Um, he is, but for like Games Workshop shit, not like, yeah. uh, <laughs> not like cool bands. Um, Warhammer and stuff. <laughs> he is, that's, that's his passion, mate. And, uh, and so, yeah, so I just thought I'm going to do a, like, a little offshoot on my own and, uh, and, and obviously keep Hardcore Listing going as well. But uh, and and just chat to musicians because and and producers and comedians and actors about music and yeah. how important it's been in their life in a loosely kind of you know it's you could there's parallels with Desert Island Discs, um, but this is more about their creative journey. It's mm. the kind of side of things, and so yeah, I just started doing that, and and the very first one uh, it had to be with with Pip, and and like you say, I'd done maybe 200 hardcore listing episodes yeah god knows how many drunk casts <laughs> but that first off the beaten track in this room with my mate i was shaking like a shitting dog yeah and he, <laughs> you, can hear it. you can hear it in my voice it's so weird like um do you listen to them back like do you ever kind of go back to them and see how like oh okay well i've improved this or i don't do this again or stuff like that mainly the, the only time I'll, li- I'll listen to him is like, if I'm making love to my wife, it's like, I like to hear my own voice. Like, <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> that is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, occasionally, like if, if like, it sounds stupid. If one of them like strikes me as a really, really good chat. And when I say that, I don't mean anything to do with me. I mean, the yes. guest. sometimes I think, oh, I want to, cherry pick some bits of that for like sound bites so i will listen back to yeah. it but generally no like um like I don't you just said either. i'm gonna completely sound bite that by the way <laughs> <laughs> but i don't edit them either um unless somebody you know says something ridiculously racist which hasn't happened <laughs> but um but yeah like generally someone might just go oh do you know what like there's a bit there i said about that any chance you could like remove that and it's like yeah of course but yeah, I'd rather I'd like to press record and just. But it's know. more natural, isn't it? It's like it's. It, I, I just I think that's what kind of people relate to podcasts so much. It's kind of they listen to conversations that I mean they kind of wish they were having. That's fair to say. I mean, especially with yours, like when I was, you know, I was listening and I was like the the musical legends that you have on yours. It was kind of this can sound so cheesy, but like it was what inspired me to start reaching out to some of the people who I was listening to. And so I was like, Oh, okay, well, and it baffles me that some of them said, yes, it still baffles me that people say yes. And like, they want to come and talk to me. You know, my own family don't want to talk to me. So it's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> um, but it's just kind of like you're saying, like hearing that kind of creative journey, like the stories, like behind the songs and, especially on this kind of like mental health kind of journey that I'm on, like music is my coping mechanism. So now I'm getting to kind of therapize myself, if, if that's even the word to use, but I'm speaking to the people who I would pay to go and see, like in a heartbeat. So it, it's, it's weird, but some of the conversations that come from it, like they're, they're mind blowing. Maybe I mean she's been on off the beaten track and hardcore listing, and she's she's a very dear friend now. But um, Gal Porter, um, oh wow, was, was, was someone whose openness to to within ten minutes of recording, yeah, you know, she was just completely open and upfront that she'd been sectioned and. And, you know, in the entertainment industry, I guess a lot of people might sit on that and maybe not yeah. want to throw that in the public domain through fear that it could affect their career. Yeah. Um, and and Gal's just an absolute flag waver for, for mental health. And, and to, you know, look, this is, this is stuff that needs to be spoken about. She blows my mind. Um, if you get a chance, there's a... She made a documentary that's on the BBC iPlayer um, that came out about two months ago where she she talks about her journey and it's it's just incredible it's so in, inspiring and, and and yeah she's a, a just a wonderful person um so that one was was really open and there was people that um i thought might be less just through like the kind of 
a combination of their public persona, yeah, um, how the you know the press kind of paint the picture of them, and how much of how much in awe I am of them, their 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 talents. That I thought, oh, this could be a tricky one, and they've they've been like absolutely delightful. I mean, I um, I spoke to Frank Turner a couple of weeks ago, yeah, uh, and just an absolute, just wonderful, like just completely open and 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 it's really nice it's like the the the, the structure of the podcast you know it's, it's quite repetitive if you're a regular listener you know it's the same seven questions that the, the podcast is based around but it's when things pimble off of them seven questions yeah. are, that, that's when you start to sort of you know pick up the scabs and find out the interesting stories and it's not salacious it's not like i'm you know i'm i'm diving into their sort of personal lives or anything like that it's it's the, that creative journey i want to know where that comes from it's like natural though that that's what i love about it it's kind of it's not you know you listen to some of these podcasts and they're so kind of staged they're so kind of like oh well what did you do this day what did, and it's kind of like you know they're literally practically reading off a script what yeah. i love and to be fair it's, it's again like it's kind of a bit of inspired mind like you know just waffling about it's a shite on mine but you know, with yours, it's kind of like whether it's like one question in two questions and it's like they really start to feel comfortable and open. And you know, I think like sometimes you can kind of feel like, well, oh, yeah, well, it's not like a normal interview. It's not like a, you know, I'm not here to sell anything. I'm here to talk about my journey, my experiences. And I think it's those things that kind of really resonate with people and inspire others. And it's not the generic shit like, oh, you know, I don't give a shit about who's just been married, you know, what they're eating yeah. for dinner. You know, I want to know, you know, what makes them tick, what kind of, that kind of thing. And it is, and I, and I swerve the kind, I try and sort of do my best to sort of swerve the obvious kind of, you know, when I had Jamie on, like, you know, she was in, um, on the top of a mountain in Portugal, um, <laughs> where she'd gone to, to meet her dad. And I just thought, you know, I'm a ridiculously big Ray Winston fan, but I just yeah. thought, I'm, you know, I'm not going to ask her about Ray Winston. <laughs> it's not cool, like in my opinion. She's the guest. I want to know about yeah. records, uh, and because when she starts getting excited and hyped about talking about her records and that passion, you it's just brilliant. And and yeah. and it was, and and that was that was the first one I'd done. I couldn't see her, so it was just audio, and. And it was, and it was just an absolute delight. Like, and and yeah, she was she was so cool. And and I recorded last week with um, an actor, uh, comedian Michael Smiley, um, who I'm a huge fan of. Um, and and he happens to be married to um, Miranda Sawyer, who is in my kind of top five guests to get on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> But I, you know, he went, oh, how convenient know. is that? And, well, it is, but at no point, you know, at one point he said, oh, you know, I'm married to a, um, a you know, a music journalist. And, and I was, I, you know, and I was like, I know. And I thought, I'm not going to say <laughs> I know Miranda Sawyer, but, you know, because it's not about that. And it's yeah. like, you know, I think, you know, maybe some people would see that as an opportunity to go like, I'll have a word. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and I just think there's enough don't ask don't get in podcasting yeah get people to come on your podcast and, I, and i'm a you know I'll, I'll say that to anybody that goes you know how did you get that person on it's like look i'm just some scrope from essex yeah. you've got to be yeah. a bit of a cheeky yeah. shit though haven't you when it comes to right. it like you've got to kind of just uh, go for it yeah but it doesn't hurt to say look i really like what you do i'd love to chat to you on my podcast yeah. and they can only say no mm-hmm. and like and and if they say yes, then brilliant. And but yeah, I just um, it's it's been so good like getting to speak to these people lately because it's just all I want to do is and what I miss is sitting down a pub with my friends going, yes. "You have the new album, blah 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 blah," and like you know, what is the song with the greatest ever intro? And it's like shit like that will keep me awake at night. Yeah, and like and the fact I'm that exactly I get, the same. Yeah, and it's great, man. And it's like, and so I've managed to sort of, you know, do this podcast, which enables me to also, like, you know, being a man of 47, I, I can go back and, and find all the people that 
whose music absolutely soundtracked my sort of, yeah, you know, my my clubbing and DJing times in the in the nineties. You know, where I can get to speak to Carter the Unstoppable Sex Pistols, get to speak to EMF, the Wonder Stuff, and Jesus Jones, and all of these musicians that like blew my mind back then, and 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 for some listeners that you know. Uh, uh, you know, probably your age and, and, and younger, probably wouldn't really know a lot of these people are. And then you find out in these chats that they had number one records in America, you know, they headline mm-hmm. festivals, they had number one albums in the UK. And it's like, and then, you know, and then you also find out like what they've done since. It's like, so what, you know, what have you done since you wasn't, you know, number one album, yeah. number one, you know, top 40 singles. It's like, you know, what, you know, what you've been up to, what you got coming up and, I'm just, you know, always fascinated at the kind of the, the connections and the, and the, the, the webs within the, the creative industries as to where people sort of who they know and where it takes them and different yeah. angles. And like, you know, and, and to go back to Pip, you know, how someone started off as a musician, then went into radio, then set up a podcast, then ends up becoming an actor working with Stephen Graham and Tom Hardy. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's brilliant. It's I just love it's insane. <laughs> I just think, you know, when these sort of, you know, you find out about these things, it just opens up really, for me, interesting conversations. And that that's what I think you don't get from them short form sort of interview shows on TV yeah. and stuff or on, on mainstream radio. I completely agree with that. It's, it's, it's just so natural. And I've literally, I, <laughs> I'm a little bit like my face hurts from like smiling from like the, what you've just said, because it's, it's, I think this is the first time I've spoken to someone who like, Oh, okay. I that's how I look at things. That's how I feel. So I'm genuinely in a bit in awe of like of actually finally now sitting down with someone who has that kind of same passion, if you like. So I'm I'm so grateful that you you're here, <laughs> dude. I think you'll you'll be surprised how many people that set up podcasts feel like this. Yeah, you know? I think it's like people like to talk. People like to connect with others. People are fascinated about you know, other people's lives. And again, I don't mean that kind of, you know, salacious, you know, yeah. tabloid shit. I mean, like, no. you know, pe- people's journeys and, and, and what, what makes them tick and what inspires them journeys. And, uh, and I think it's like so many people set up podcasts now to explore that. And I think, it, I just think it's great. And I think the fact that, you know, that the podcast, you know, scene, has has just transformed it's like you you look at you know the thing that made me quit a a job i was doing to just pursue um a a magazine about podcasts was the fact that i went past a billboard in essex saying bbc sounds podcasts in big letters and i was like right the bbc i've now seen the value all over it now yeah they're like and they own radio one two three four five six and it's like (laughs) And they're bothered about podcasts, right? So, you know, there's something happening here. And I was like, right, let's go and get in the thick of it and and see what we can do. And, yeah, I just think now, you know, you're getting every kind of person, instead of having a, a fitness DVD coming out at Christmas, yeah. like, they've all got a podcast now. <laughs> they've all got podcasts. And, <laughs> and, and I think it's great because, you know, undoubtedly there'll be some ones that come out that will be shit but someone might like it yeah. you know and i'm sure there's lots of people that listen to mine and go this is shit who's this knob <laughs> from essex with a lisp i'm not i'm not enjoying this you know um but you know it does mean that there's something for everyone and yeah and you know and i find it when people sort of slag off podcasts i just think mate go and have a look at the other oh, like yeah. five million like you know if you don't I like think that's it that's what it was weren't it it was like the amount of kind of podcasts that started in lockdown like it went into like the million <laughs> kind of mm. mark so it is a heavy kind of heavy market and I, I i would see why it can be quite intimidating but you've literally there's definitely like the you know the odd gems out there that really kind of hit home and like oh actually i've been missing out on this for a huge part yeah. but then it's nice because then you've got kind of a bit of a catalog you know, it's like yeah. arriving to like a, you know, like a series on TV late. It's like you've got like a, you can kind of binge. <laughs> like Completely. <listen> to it. 
I, I couldn't agree more. Like, I, I, I really couldn't. And I think it's just really exciting. And, and for somebody whose sort of background was bands and things like that, and trying to record on budgets and trying to, you know, release things as, 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 as you know, as affordable as we could and that whole kind of punk ethos. Yeah. That's podcasting. And that's the thing that just blows my mind. The fact that, you know, right now, anyone in the world that, you know, that is listening to this can then pick up their phone and then start recording yeah. and then upload it to the internet. And they're a podcaster in an hour. <laughs> and I just think that's fucking incredible. And it, you know, you, you're putting content out there, you're documenting something, you know, you're, you know, it's a document then that's, you know, forever existing. Yeah. And, and I just it's love like a, that. It's like, I look at it like, as if like a, it's like a kind of like diary entry, like some of the, like the early ones I released before I had like this kind of like confidence and stuff like that, you know, to reach out and ask people to join me and stuff like that. Um, I listened back. I'm like, that doesn't even sound like you. That were like the those words you're saying, like, you know, my kind of outlook on life has changed. Like the way I feel is changed. Like I've accepted so much, you know, like, yeah, you know, it's okay to feel anxious. It's like, you know, all those kind of like human feelings. And now I'm talking to, you know, some incredible people about, how they're feeling, you know, like what winds them up, what kind of, you know, what makes them feel anxious. And it's, it just, it just makes me feel like so human in a way. And I think we're in this kind of horrible generation where we're told what to do. We're told, you know, where we can, obviously I know we're in the pandemic, but you know, we're kind of pushed into this box like we have to like, you know, behave a certain way. And, and that's what I love at the minute because it's like, Oh, you know, yes, this is like a mental health kind of podcast, but I'm not going to sit here all doom and gloom and think like, oh yeah, you know, I'm really sad. When I'm sad, I don't want to listen to other things that make me sad, unless it's like, you know, my go-to would be back to black. You know, when I'm feeling a bit shit, that's what I will go to yeah. feel a bit more shit. But then it takes me back to that comfortable place. Yeah, but it's but kind how of... good's that that you you can look back from your first episode to now. And and you've documented that journey to yeah. you know to being a, a happier person mm-hmm. uh, and a more comfortable person. That's fucking incredible, man. You should be fiercely proud of that. I'm honestly, and it's it's not an emotion that or like a feeling I feel, um, you know, often. But there is a huge sense of pride at the minute with myself. Like, oh, okay, you've created something here. Like you're helping other people, which baffles me because this started purely from a selfish kind of. I need to keep opening up myself. Then in fact, like people were talking about it. People were listening to it. Like the first time I had like an American guest on, they were like, Oh, I'm driving through like California and listening to your voice. So inside, like I'm like on, on the front, I'm like being like really professional, but inside I'm like, what the fuck? You're a weirdo. Why are you listening to my voice? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, it freaks me out, but it, it seems to be doing the job. And I think there's so much, potential and there's so much kind of therapy behind it that I'd, I'd recommend anyone to do it because it's it's no different for me like keeping a diary or you know like a throwback thursday that you'd post on you know your instagram or whatever it's really? it's like a snapshot of how you're feeling and i think it's probably for the first time i think in my generation or my lifetime that i feel like people are actually listening for a change rather than kind of just listen to react, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You you touched on something that um, I found uh, that I thought I'm going to ask you about. Sorry, I'm getting into interview time. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. this is my show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you said uh, if you're feeling low, you, you you go and find Back to Black and 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 you uh, indulge them feelings because it's a comfortable place yeah i'm always fascinated and that's 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 something I'm, I'm always asking people i think that's really interesting you know i you know i guess on paper if you're feeling low you should go and put on fucking steps or something and go yeah. and like you know and feel like oh, i do i do <laughs> <laughs> but like you I, I i i do that i just go and you know I go and find my Nick Cave records and my Leonard yeah. Cohen records and, and I immerse myself in, in somber music and, and uh, yeah, like I don't at the know window, what, it, at the it's, rain, it's, it's all it's very dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
and and it's weird. I can't do it for ages. I can kind of sort of, you know. But then there, a lot of them are albums that I can't listen to other times. You know, yeah. I just think right, they've got their their, their place and they're a good yeah. friend when I need them now. But you know, I wouldn't be, you know, taking the kids on holiday and driving down, you know, <laughs> driving around the M25 listening to like, you know, Leonard Cohen because. You know, a, I, I couldn't just drop that on the kids. And B, they're just, I have no chance to listen to music indoors because, you know, my wife and children are just like, this is just so rubbish. What are you yeah. listening to? And, uh, <laughs> and and that's cool, you know. But I do I do have to sit there and listen to Kiss FM in their car, which, uh, which, which I just have to just grit my teeth and get through it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but well, I also um... have to appreciate that, that they're sort of 17 and 15 and and dad dads ain't meant to like their kids music are they you know dads are meant to say that shit you know <laughs> i remember like, i think what, my little like, sister gets or... my awful her well i don't have an awful taste in music i will literally listen to anything that's why i can never put yeah. like my playlist on shuffle because especially if it's connected to a speaker or anything it's like it's sometimes social suicide <laughs> what i don't know what's going to come next um but it like yourself like it genuinely interests me like where that piece of music or those lyrics or you know even just sometimes the music can take you when you're feeling a certain emotion i mean there's certain songs that like when my mom nearly died um like i can't listen to now because it takes me back and i think you kind of underestimate how powerful music is in those kind of life-changing traumatic whether it's good bad or you know or the ugly you know like it's regardless of who you are or how you feel like you're that piece of music is going to kind of soundtrack that portion of your life completely it's it's so powerful i i I totally agree and and I, i i've gone on an absolute mission during quarantine um because i'd never recorded as we are now, remotely. Yeah. I've never done it pre-lockdown. And and so that that puts restrictions in place because not everybody can get to a studio in East London yeah. to sit and, and have a chat. And and not that I'd say there's any positives in this awful situation we've been, you know, experiencing for the last however many months now. But what you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, but the the fact that the the, the entertainment industry has been put on on hold has yeah. been catastrophic you know I've, I've got a nightclub that's been shut for nearly five months and and yeah it's 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 it's, it's grim but all of these people are sitting indoors now with nothing yeah. to do and so it's a really good time to send them a message and go look yeah. <laughs> make the most of it <laughs> but if you want to have a chat let's have a chat and and everybody has been so kind and so like, yeah, yeah, why not? And 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 that's again one of the big things that I think is just brilliant in podcasting. It's just like the the, the kind of goodwill element of like, right, yeah, look, let's just do it, you know? Because yeah. I don't think anyone's making you know huge amounts of money out of podcasting. It is it's passion, and and if you can get people to understand that, and also you know feel really passionate about their art or you know whatever they're creating they come on and they speak with such passion that you can't, you can't fake that. And, and that's no. when I think you get good podcasts when people talk about the things that they love. And as you said, you know, you, you, you take therapy in, you know, in music and it, and it, and it's good for your mental health. And, 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 you know, I'm completely the same. And, and I've thrown myself into podcasting in this lockdown because it, I honestly think he's kept my head where it needs yeah. to be. Mate, like, I completely agree with you. It's, it's generally focused. like, it's given me, it, again, I hate saying it because it sounds so cheesy, but it's kind of, it's changed my life a little bit. Like where I was at the beginning of lockdown, I was an absolute kind of mess. I was just starting therapy and then obviously it all had to stop. So now it was like, well, I'm talking about it now. So I need to keep kind of talking about it. So it was either kind of, stop and kind of go backwards in my eyes or it was to see what fucking happens and it it seems to be moving in the right direction anyway 
and I'm getting to speak to, you know, like some incredible people like yourself who kind of have that kind of same outlook and, you know, like that same kind of passions and, you know, it's, 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 I'm genuinely like making friends and stuff from it. It's, it's, it's a complete head fuck. Don't get me wrong, but, and it's a lot of work, but the rewards from it, even just by sitting down, having a chat, it's like, it's so fucking powerful. Definitely. And I, I, I totally agree with, with like, you know, you say you make friends through it and it's, you know, I've had people come and DJ for me that I'm like completely in awe of. Yeah. Um, and, and they've come and DJ and I said, thanks, they've gone. And they will not ever remember me. Yeah. Um, and as much as I'll remember them coming to my, you know, the, the club and playing and thinking, fucking hell, that was incredible. <laughs> but I honestly think that there's something in a podcast. If you're one-to-one talking to someone, like long-form conversation for an hour or whatever, yeah. then there's a connection there. And then I, I think that it's a connection that I, I, I might be wrong. I don't know. But it feels to me that every time I say, thanks loads for guesting on here. I reckon at least 90% of the time I'll carry on chatting after I press stop. Yeah. And they're like, look, you know, let, let's, let's try and grab a beer when this quarantine's over. Like, you know, really. And, and it's like, and you just think, oh man, that's really nice because, you know, even when you see these kind of, and, and I think that's one of the things that I love about podcasts and long form conversation is the fact that I'm always interested in what creative people have got to say. And if you look at, what you're exposed to on the television, whether it be Jonathan Ross, whether it be Graham Norton, you know, Alan Carr, the format's the same. The format yeah. is like, come on, you're going to get five minutes. What you plug in, give us a funny exactly. anecdote. Yeah. And it's like, and these people must have so much to say. And I understand it's primetime television and there's, you know, structure to it, but I want to hear what they've got to say. And, and I think when you listen to Desert Island Discs and things like that and, and distraction pieces and, and Buxton, you know, they're the podcast where people just open up and talk. Yeah. And it's like, and you know, I've given three examples there, but there's fucking thousands and thousands. No, but I think of you need to big yourself up. Your yours right. one, off the beaten track because that is my go-to. Like hearing, you know, some of them. I mean, the one with um, Jamie Winston, I was like, I could listen to that like again and again and again because it was just like, it's just so interesting and like hearing someone talk about like their experiences and i mean you've had some you know incredible guests so have you ever kind of been a bit taken aback by or surprised by how someone's kind of opened up to you before it all happened i took my mom to see adele and obviously i'm a huge adele fan like you know i think she's one of the best to ever you know exist but then the one we went to before everything happened was Pete Tong and the Heritage Orchestra. Obviously they did the Ibiza classics. And now even sometimes hearing, you know, like Cafe Del Mar and, you know, like they're kind of like melodic and kind of, you know, upbeat. They're supposed to kind of make you put you in this kind of like anthemic kind of state. For me, it kind of, it kind of does the opposite and it like literally rips like at the heartstrings. It's, it's mad. And, but that's, what I love about it and I'd, I'd love having these conversations because it's everyone feels something different but totally. regardless of you know your walk of life or you know your, the color of your skin or all that kind of stuff you're still going to feel it yeah so so why did you start a podcast um it's been something that I've always kind of I've always listened to them like I've always kind of like you know had music on like a, you know Growing up, I had like, you know, like the specials. It was like the 90s dance music. You know, my dad used to run like illegal, like acid house raves in like the middle of forests and stuff. So music has always been there. So then when it kind of, I mean, I can't sing or anything or DJ. So when all this happened, it was like, right, I can either let this whole situation consume me or I'm going to literally just do the complete opposite. Like I'm grieving for someone who isn't dead. Like my mom's going from strength to strength. So either I'm going to let that ruin me and I'm going to be defined by that or I'm going to flip it on its head and create something from it. Like create, you know, take that pain, talk about it. And then, you know, from a selfish point of view, hopefully it will help me. 
and then yeah so I would kind of explore different ways of how to do that kind of thing but then it always came back to podcasting it's not selfish man uh you know if you're taking joy from it and it's helping you you know people will, will listen or they won't if they listen then they're going to draw stuff from that so yeah. you're you know you're helping other people and and so yeah i don't think there's there's anything you should refer to as being selfish i think it's a really positive thing no i appreciate and selfless that. as well selfless <laughs> to put you know to put yourself and your feelings out there that's completely selfless I, I don't sit around and wallow in self-pity like i don't you know there's especially what we went through like our life turned round in a matter of hours so it's either you sit and cry about it or you get on and you you know you you do something about it and i just i just couldn't i couldn't sit around wasting time like sure you know there's there's a huge potential and it was like about finding what makes me happy and you know i've always wanted to have these kind of conversations like you honestly cannot tell you how long I've waited to have like a conversation with someone like yourself talking about like music and like how it makes you feel and stuff like that. Like my friends and stuff don't talk about stuff like that. So it was kind of like, well, not that like I'm miserable, but like it's now I'm on this kind of journey where I'm experiencing all these new things. And it's genuinely like it's turning my life around. It's like, it's making me so happy. So yeah, it's, it's getting there. <laughs> nice, great, absolutely great. Um, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm also now wanting to know more about your dad being an illegal rave promoter. That sounds great. I'm sure it was, it, it was acid backwards. So I think it was called like DICA or something. Yeah. But yeah, like growing up, we had. <sighs> Oh, I don't even know if I can speak about it on this. Yeah, yeah, like the, the stories and kind of like, yeah, the again, it always comes down to like, even like things like, you know, like the angelic upstarts and stuff. It's like none of my friends have ever heard. And it was very kind of like strong kind of white supremacy kind of, you know, yeah. music. And, yeah, I mean the Stone Roses. I'm my they, my mom tells me all the time I was conceived at Spike Island. So, wow. Yeah. So, I don't God, know. God, I'm old as fuck, man. Yeah. I'm so old. I can't believe I'm talking <laughs> to someone that was conceived at Spike Island. I was just thinking, I wished I was there when, when it was happening. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how to feel about that kind of information, but you know, knowing now, like even you know how people that was such like an iconic gig you know for the like the stone roses and stuff and it's like that to be part of my kind of like talking point or my kind of story like and then people are like oh well i was there i was this and it was just it's it's, it's mad like I, I could sit and talk about it all day not That's about obviously right. my mum and dad having sex no one wants to do that, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> oh brilliant man i've got one final question for you and it's something that I've, I've, I've wanted to ask since the beginning of you know listening to your podcast what's your go-to but when you're feeling down, like obviously you mentioned like Nick Cave, do you have like a specific album or songs? Like where, where do you go when things get a little bit too manic? The one song that kind of is a uh, woman's work by Kate Bush. Uh, if, if I hear that, there's just something about that record. I, I, I was aware of it for years. You know, I'm, I'm a Kate Bush fan, not yeah. an obsessive, but a fan. But I've got a friend called Jordan Gray, and she uh, grew up uh, where 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 I live, and um, which is quite a, a rough area. You know, it's a very yeah. working class um, kind of area, and 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 she grew up in arguably you know one of the roughest places around here, um, and she's she's transgender. Um, and she, you know, I, I knew Jordan um, previously, um, and and I know, you know, Jordan, you know, the the, the woman now. Yeah. Um, I never know how to say this the right way without offending anyone. I ask Jordan yeah. all the time. I'm like, can I say that? <laughs> She's always like, I'm not like, you know, the the law on the, you know, on transgender, you know, just say what you got to say. And if you get it wrong, I'll just go, you're not meant to say that bit. I'm like, all right, you do cool. have to be careful though, don't you? 
you do, of course kind of, you do. Because you don't um, want to tread toes. You don't want to. You don't want to be that person to get it wrong. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, I desperately try and get it right. And 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 Jordan went from this sort of painfully shy singer songwriter uh, where he would sit at a piano. Um, and then afterwards he'd come and play some shows for me and, and I would chat to him and, and he would never make eye contact with me. He was just, just so uncomfortable. And then I saw Jordan and I met, you know, this amazing woman yeah. who then went on the voice and, and is this where I know the name? I'm yeah. in my head, like as soon when you said Jordan North, I was like, I've heard of that name. Yeah. And so she she got to the finals of the voice and uh and in the, the semi-finals she performed with, with with another guy called Theo, I think. Um this woman's work. Yeah. By Kate Bush. And it just reduced me to tears. Um A the song's beautiful. A really fucking ambitious song to try and take on knocked it out of the bag and to see Jordan bossing it, owning the stage and knowing the journey yeah. was just mesmerizing and jolting. And then to see Jordan then go on and, you know, and, and he's now a very successful stand up comedian. And it's like, I mean, for somebody that was so socially awkward and uncomfortable, to become a fucking stand-up comedian. Yeah, that's what I said. That's not an easy but no. work, is it? No, and 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 she's one of my favourite people. Um, and so that I will watch that on YouTube a lot. Um, but then I will also watch the video of Kate Bush. Um, with I don't know what the actor's name is. He was in Blackadder. Um, and it's it's just beautiful. That that song is one of my go-tos. And if there's an album, probably, I don't know, maybe What's Going On by Marvin Gaye, like that, that album uh, always kind of uh, affects me. Um, oh, God. There's a reason why I ask other people these questions because I'm not very good at answering them myself. Yeah, I can see. I can see like your brain ticking. <laughs> And there's an album by an artist called um, Van Morrison. Um, there's an album called Astral Week, sorry, by Van Morrison. Yeah. Uh, and that album never, never, never does anything but but just blanket me, you know, in in utter comfort and and yeah, and that that's that's probably my go-to. Yeah. But a song I say, a woman's work. Um, and if I'm trying to lift myself out of it, I will put on the greatest record that's ever been recorded, which is Be My Baby by the Ronettes. Oh, that is a huge one. Mm, it is. Huge. It is. But Tears Dry on Their Own, that's a fucking good song, man. You know, yes. if we're going to talk Amy, that song. Oh, mate, you honestly, and this is to be fair, it was that album and I genuinely, I'm not even scared that I fell in love with like Mark Ronson's production mm. on that album. Like, even his, you know, version, like he's literally my favorite producers. Like he's, he's incredible. But yeah, that album, even like Frank, you know, it's, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm genuinely gutted. Like, you know, like it's quite sad when you hear about like, you know, when like, you know, well-known people like pass away and stuff like that. But you, I've never kind of cried when obviously what happened with Amy happened. Like I was, I was heartbroken. It was, yeah. I was like, no like because i was so kind of wanting so much more i remember seeing her at a gig in birmingham and i think to be fair that we all got our money back because it was just i think it was a few days before obviously everything happened with blake and you know she wasn't in the greatest you know places um but the voice is just i don't even know what it is like even talking about it kind of i get lost a little bit because it's like i can't tell you where her voice takes me to it's mm. it's mad it's ah uh, yeah it is weird isn't it that you know sometimes certain artists really connect with you and and you know it is strange when you you know when, when people in the public i pass away and and everybody kind of descends upon social media to yeah. 
to like have their say on it and 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 you know there's 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 good and bad in that and and you know and for whatever reasons that people do that you know it's you know it's their interpretation of what's going on i guess um and it is strange because like getting in from work um like djing i got in at like four o'clock in the morning and and turned the tv on and and literally just because i couldn't sleep unless i'd had sort of some distraction on and and it was the princess diana thing was it just happened and it was all unfolding and it was like you know no one knew she died at that point and i remember just thinking oh this is this is big like this is like this is a moment here and then obviously she died and that's tragic but like it is strange because I, I do think, but well, I just don't know her, yeah. and and you know, and and so, you know, and and I have very mixed feelings on the royal family, and but you know, she obviously seemed like a, a wonderful person, but I didn't sort of burst into tears when Princess Diana died, yeah. like a lot, a lot, a lot of people did, um, and and it's really weird because you know, since then, people that have had a far more profound impact on me, you know, like when Kurt Cobain died, I can, yeah. I know exactly where I was. I was just like, fuck. And there was no tears, but I was like, right, I'm just going to listen to Nirvana now. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then, sort of, you know, as you move forward, you know, people like, like you know, Bowie dying was like, you know, Bowie can't die. It's David Bowie. David, David Bowie lives forever. You know, yeah. he's come out of space. And, and and I was in I was I was in Reykjavik, no, not Reykjavik. I was in Vienna, and on my birthday, uh, in a hotel room on my own, and I put the news on when I woke up just because it was the only channel that was in English. And fucking Prince had died, and I was like, man, yeah, I think this could have potentially ruined all of my birthdays. <laughs> I fucking adore Prince, and I was like. Oh, he's died on my birthday. Um, you know what, it's so weird you said that. Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain, sorry. Um, I think he, 5th of April, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's my birthday. Wow. <laughs> the Prince was the 21st like, yeah. of April. Um, but A none of month. these kind of made me just think, oh, like, and burst into tears. But I did shed a tear when MCA from the Beastie Boys died. Um, yeah. For no other reason than... I just think his whole career had had a profound impact on me from the moment I first heard License to Will when I was 13, 14 and being a, an absolute toe rag, you know, robbing VW signs off cars <laughs> around my neck and, and just being a, a you know, d- doing all the, the, the raucous stuff that, you know, that the, the early beasties were telling you to do through to just seeing this band evolve into this just incredible incredible creative force you know and endless you know looking endlessly cool in whatever they done and then seeing what mca was doing um you know in 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 his charity work and bringing awareness to so many things was like i just thought he was an absolute dude and when he died it was also like what you said about amy like oh there's no more music yeah there's no more beastie boys top five items that have to be on a buffet what are you going for pork pie number one yeah. It's not a buffet without a pot pie. Um, are we talking not one, the, the, we were talking about the big one with the egg in the middle or the mini ones? No, I like the mini ones. But then right, sometimes, okay. depending on where I am, I like the big ones with like the egg in the middle. I look, yeah. Sometimes I like them with pickle in as well, depending on how I'm feeling. Um, then scotch egg. You can never yeah. go wrong with a scotch egg. Sausage yeah. roll, classic cocktail yeah. sausage. Um, and then... See, I have a problem with, I went to an, an engagement party once and they had like a buffet and they had like olives and stuff. Oh, fuck off, mate. That, that, no. Nah, yeah, see, not, not exactly. And that's, you know that's, what? That's, that's not a buffet. That's a soiree. There's two yes. fundamental things. There. <laughs> I want Thank a soiree. You. I'm suited and booted, right? And I'm trying to load it up. If I'm at a buffet, I want shit buffet exactly. food. I want it Number bought five. out of Iceland. Exactly. Egg mayonnaise sandwich. Shit cheese sandwich, cheap white bread, really shit, almost flavourless cheese, <laughs> just in a little triangle. <laughs> Fucking love that. Dude, <laughs> I cannot tell you the amount of nights I've woken up from with a tray of food <laughs> yeah. next to me. Oh. It's quite disgusting, to be fair. I'm really not unhygienic, but it's <laughs> here we are. I, l- I love a buffet, man. That would be my desert island meal. I think like if it was like my last meal... 
I just want a shit buffet. Yeah. And just like <laughs> graze on it, eat myself to death. But as I mean, it lasts for days. Yeah. It just, it just, it just doesn't end. Yeah. The food's so beige and shit, it won't die. It's like you can just eat it forever. It won't ever go out of date. <laughs> on that note, genuinely a huge fan. And I'm so chuffed to bits that I got to have this conversation with you. Um, where, where obviously off the beaten um, track podcast, where else can like people find you and listen to you? And um, well, well, firstly, uh, I, I think if people have just listened to this and enjoyed it, then go and listen back to all your previous episodes because you're very good at this. Uh, <laughs> Shut <you> up! Know, <laughs> this has been so much fun, and like, and I, I never really, you know, get asked questions. I'm always asking questions, so it's been an yeah. absolute joy. And you're really good at this. And I think it's brilliant what you're, what you're doing. Um, but uh, if people want to know um, about off the beaten track, then it's off the beat and not beaten off the beat and track podcast dot com, and uh, you can just go over there and you can. Um, it's really easy. Like to, to navigate website, it just goes. Do you want to listen to this one? Listen here and press the button. Um, and that comes out. I put out episodes every Friday and Tuesday. Um, and you can listen to episodes from everybody from oh god, um, Jamie Winston to Dom Jolly to Swade, um, Oasis, um, gosh. Uh, yeah, all your favourite bands and comedians, <laughs> like go, go and have a rummage in the archives. Um, and yeah, every Monday um, I put out uh, an episode called Harkolistim uh, with my co-host Chris Glasson. Um, and yeah, that's at harkolistim.com. Uh, and also, if you are into podcasts and want to know more, look at me, I'm getting right on the sales pitch here. Um, <laughs> Get me, <laughs> me, Scroobius Pip and Amay Adam. <laughs> Um, have got a um, a free magazine called Pod Bible, uh, and it goes out um, inside the Sunday Times um, every two months, or you can read it online. And it's just a big heads up for loads of podcasts and stuff that's happening in the world of podcasting. And you can read that for free at podbiblemag.com. There you go. Yes. <laughs> and Taylor, you honestly, even have to so read that. <laughs> no, thank you. Honestly, it means the world to me. It's I've. I've what I literally since and it was so weird obviously how we kind of like crossed paths obviously in that group on Facebook I was like what like I listened to him <laughs> so I was like I need to talk to him like I won this literally I was like no I saw him first he's he's talking to me <laughs> wonderful man but I appreciate it and I'll let you crack on with the rest of your day but yeah you've you've made my day I'm really grateful oh so you've made my day Taylor it's been a blast man Thank you for listening to another episode of the Waffle Shop podcast. And an even bigger thank you to my special guest this week, Stu Whiffen, host of the incredible Off The Beat and Track podcast. Go check it out. As always, don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.